for the rest of home. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to your business in digital. How are you this morning, Michael? <laughs> I am good. How are you this morning? Good morning, good morning. I can't believe it's already nearly the end of April, my word. <laughs> I know, right? We are here. It is almost the end of April, but I am super excited about today's show. So let's get the party started. Let's kick let's it, it off. <laughs> Michael, let's, you know, last week was interesting, right? Um, we had a guest, an amazing, amazing small business. Amy was with us. Amy Fazio was with us last week. And I mean, it was just really good to get the voice of the customer, to get the voice of the small business here and really understand how they're thinking about digital. I mean, she <laughs> she said so many she things. She sounded like a marketer, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's, right? that's what it was, right? Yeah. You know, she, she has a, a lead generation process that's working. You know, we talked about that, the quiz. You work with her to get the quiz up and running. Um, she has a lead nurturing process that she's going through right now um, and developing and, and working through working through the personas through that process. And she has a system that works for her. So it allows her to, you know, kind of focus on her work, right? So it's been saving her time, which we love as well, too. You know, so I think... Um, it was such a good show. It was such a good show. It was such a good show. I was just like, wow, we need, we absolutely need to bring on more businesses so that I think um, people can really hear, you know, hey, I'm not doing this by myself, right? Correct, correct. You know, and that there's worth to what we're doing, right? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's going to have results. It's going to drive revenue for your business. That's why we're here. And Amy just brought a lot of points home that we're talking when we're talking about lead generation and lead nurturing and how digital just assists that process overall. So great having her last week for sure. No, 100%. I think it was awesome. And I can't wait to have her back. Um, uh, if you guys did not get to check out the episode, definitely check out the episode from last week. It was really, really, really awesome. Uh, I think you will love uh, listening to Amy and it'll give you, you know, really good perspective on some of the things you should be thinking about, right? And that's what we're doing here at Your Business and Digital. Our goal is to really help you translate exactly what you're doing offline, online, right? We want to help you think about what are the metrics, what are the KPIs? Ha, 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 hint, hint, hint. We want to help you think <laughs> through all the all the things that really get you to that place of achieving your business goals. So that's what's really important when we think about business, when we think about your business in digital. Um, we don't want you to just think about the likes and follows, right? We want you to move beyond that to see how you get to that money in the bank because that's what's really, really important in this process. Process. So, all right. So we, we got a few things that, you know, I like to do early, early. Yep, let's get good. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so the first thing we want you to do is connect with us. We want you to connect with us everywhere. Okay. We want you to connect with us on YouTube, subscribe to YouTube, um, follow us on YouTube, subscribe, you know, set your notifications, watch the show on YouTube. Uh, if not, check us out on LinkedIn. Uh, we are on LinkedIn at your business and digital, check out the page where your business and digital everywhere. Um, check us out on Spotify. If you're listening to podcasts and you prefer a podcast format, check us out on Spotify, check us out on Apple, check us out on Amazon, check us out on Google, check us out every, every, everywhere. So we can, uh, so you can just start to, you know, again, really understand some of those things that we're talking through. And you'll get to listen to that Amy uh, episode, which was the last most recent episode, which has been actually doing pretty, pretty well. So uh, there is that. So definitely follow us, check us out, tell people about us, tell other small businesses. I think that's important, right? Tell other small businesses about what you're hearing on this show, about the benefit of this show. Tell medium businesses about it because we help them all. And I know this is a great way for um, this is a great way for CEOs, CMOs, CFOs to kind of wrap their minds around digital, right? Because sometimes uh, it's not so cut and dry. So I think 
our, our show gives a really great foundation for that. So love that. All right. So the next thing we need you to do is to uh, definitely take the quiz. Okay. So we want you to take the quiz. It's so important that you take the quiz. Why do we want you to take the quiz? We want you to take the quiz because this helps you to measure the effectiveness of your online presence, right? We want to make sure that you understand where you are. Do you have a strong online presence and are you killing it? Are you achieving your business goals? Maybe it's time for you to move to something a little bit, you know, some more testing, some new areas, more optimization. If you have a weak online presence, here's an opportunity for you to understand exactly where you are and then set a plan to move forward so that you do get to a place of having a strong online presence that helps you to achieve your business goals. And if you have a medium online presence, it means that there's room for growth. And we'll also, that'll give you a plan of all the things that you need to do. So take this quiz. Once you start answering these questions, you'll really start feeling like, wait a second, am I checking into this? Am I checking into this? And as a business owner, CFO, CMO, you want to make sure that you understand these things because you are spending money on that digital presence. So you want to make sure that you are seeing the ROI. Take this quiz, take this quiz, take this quiz. I cannot say it enough. And guess who is here this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy, crazy Monday morning. I am here. I'm so glad you made it. It was crazy getting in. It was nuts. It was nuts. I'm like, it's oh, so this is going to be a mad Monday after all. So, right. So, okay. Truth be told, we, we have to spill the beans. Michelle and I saw each other this weekend. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to put it out there. I was, I was waiting to see. <laughs> we saw each other on Friday. <laughs> And we saw each other on Saturday morning. And had to split out the Friday um, fun <laughs> on Saturday. And then Saturday we went to, we worked out together. Uh, let's just say uh, the room was at 95 degrees <laughs> and we suffered for our sins on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. We hadn't seen each other uh, in person in, in what, over a year or so. So it was really nice to, to spend that time with it. But yeah. Friday was lots of fun, and Saturday we paid for it. So. <laughs> we paid the piper, but hey, you know, uh, sometimes that's the cost of fun. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is. We did, business, we did business on Friday and Saturday, so it was it worked out. Okay. Right, because in between, <laughs> in between, <laughs> I'm just not buying it at this point. <laughs> but Michelle, good try, good try. Else for a new fancy drink, and <laughs> we did. We went to a local fair. We 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 connected with a bunch of people yeah. on, on the media. Push the push the podcast forward on both Friday and on Saturday. We planned for our future endeavors. We did a lot in between, a little you know social time. <laughs> Look, Michael, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I'm going to check social media and see what's, what what social media is saying. <laughs> what happens in Orlando stays in Orlando. 100%. But no, it was definitely good to see you. Um, I'm always excited when we get to do things like that, uh, when we get to connect, because I think it really helps us to, you know, again, those creative juices. So, uh, I can't wait till we get the four of us together. Andrea, we miss you. Uh, Andrea is dealing with a death in the family right now. So our condolences to you. We're thinking of you. We miss you a lot. I uh, can't wait till you are back on the show. Um, so, all right. So guys, it is time for us to move on along and we are moving on to our hot topics section this morning. So our hot topics, what are we talking about this morning, Michael? Oh, your favorite, Twitter. Uh, I knew it. 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 Can you make a process any more difficult? So, and this is just, this is, this is coming to the end of the week. So everyone, this is, you know, dated April 21st. It's on social media today. All advertisers now have to pay for verification in order to run ads in the app. So that's taken away a bit of choice, right? It's no longer incentive to advertise, it's pay to play. So they've done that. But what's interesting, I'm gonna dissect this a little bit because there's some ins and outs here that are happening. <clears throat> so this email way. went out at the end of last week, all advertisers, just to remind everybody, Twitter blue, that blue check mark, you're gonna pay $8 a month as a business or $1,000 a month as an organization, right? 
but this whole process has been convoluted from start and it can't seem to get any better as it goes forward. So now <clears throat> what's happening is that even though you're paying that $8 a month, there isn't really a verification process. So that <laughs> means that for smaller brands, and I'm getting to some juicy stuff here. So for smaller brands, impersonation is obviously something you have to be wary of. You've got to make sure that your brand is not being impersonated, that somebody hasn't registered that blue check mark under your brand name. So he's Elon is basically forcing us down this road of if you want to advertise, you've got to play. But what's happening is that this blue check mark has gotten caught up in the celebrity status. So we're talking about a platform that its content is driven by its consumers at the same time. So what happens when those same consumers, those same content producers, the celebrities and whatnot say, no more, or I don't want it. And it's gotten even more confusing where they've taken it off and now they've put it back as of today. They've put back check marks. So people have lost it. It's gone back. And in it going back, it's now saying that that's pretty much a verification that I bought into Twitter Blue, which I may not want. So it's a bit of a legality there. So it's a real storm over at Twitter. But at the end of the day, it comes down to this. What's Twitter doing for your small business? Is it, is it helping drive that revenue forward? And the interesting thing about all of this is that the ad revenue on Twitter is driven mainly by SMBs. Only 13% of the ad revenue is coming from the top 50 spenders. The rest is made up of SMBs. So again, know your customer, know your audience. I think this is a business lesson that's going to live on in digital for a little while to come. But Tamara, I don't know what you think. I think it's, we, we talked about it before. I think the $8 a month, I've come around and, and understand that, you know, from a business perspective, to put out that money shouldn't be an issue if you're advertising on the platform. But with all of these other things happening on the platform, I would say I don't think the platform is going anywhere, right? But where, where is your space in this now? And what is, what is the perception now by the average Twitter user of your brand having a blue check mark? I'm so glad. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I'm so glad. Actually, I'm not glad that we don't curse on this show because I'm like explicit, explicit. Could a process be any more confusing? Oh, my God. It's so crazy, right? So not only that, I don't know if you... It's so funny, right? The hot topics. Um, this morning, I was kind of reading an article where Microsoft has now, they have an add-on that they allow people to third-party, their, their folks that work with them to, you know, um, API out to these social media presences and run their ads through that, look at the data, all that good stuff. And they're no longer doing that. They're just like, yep, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not connecting to Twitter because it's a, you know, and so your guy, Elon, is threatening to sue them <laughs> on top of it. So, I mean, I think we have to like backtrack on what we said initially, right? We were like, hey, if verification gets you to a place of um, visibility, the right visibility, people, the business, you know, your customer knows who you are, you're verified, it's a little bit more official. Uh, if there's a true process in place, if there's no process and Elon is just freestyling, <laughs> Because that's what it seems like at this point. I mean, oh, <laughs> he's just pretty And you're psyched. not acknowledging those users yeah. that have gotten your platform where it is, right? So that I've, I've done the work. I have my blue check mark. And yeah. then you're going to take it away and I have to pay for it now. Like, Well, I, I understand the payment process, right? Because I don't think, I think we're, that's what we're moving to with social media. I understand that. But put the right process in place. And I think he's just showing his inconsistencies across the board, right? I get it, genius, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's uh, the, the, there's a lot of inconsistencies with Twitter. And if I have my business there, that's a problem. Um, I cannot, he's very emotional and he reacts and his, you know, it all shows up. So I can't have my business yeah. there. You know what I mean? That's just, oh. After that, there's, there's a hashtag block the blue movement happening. Oh, that's that's an ulterior number. I wanted to keep, there was so much to tease out of this article. So there's no even a hashtag block the blue. 
I'm going to drink my coffee a little bit more <laughs> on this one and, you know, talk about Lanyap for a second. Because, look, one of the things I found really interesting about it too, Tamara, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence like you are with this, is that he also, when he came back, was very particular about who he wanted to give the blue check to. It was for, if he had over a million followers. So it was as wasn't his, his thing initially of uh, the check was just... Um, I don't want to say arbitrary, but it was part of a club, you know, that that's how the blue check came through and he was all against it. And then it's all about the money, which is what was driving this because they lost a lot of the major advertisers, which is one of the reasons why the percentage of SMBs is so high because the big major advertisers pulled out when Elon came in. So yes, that's who's there and that's who's making him survive and he's killing you know them as well. He's making them wonder about whether or not they should be in that space because of exactly what you said, Michael, and what you said, Tamara, you know, is it is it good for your business to be there? Even if your people were, they're pulling out and hashtag block the blue, you know, it is it's problematic right now for you to be there. And can your small business afford that negativity? Are you is it is it worthy of you being there and dealing with that negativity or do you need to sit back and watch the landscape for a moment and re-educate yourself on the new wave of what's there and, and, and decide whether or not you need to, to keep your business there. But it also goes back to something that we've said for the last two years is be agnostic have your business there, but also find a way to build other streams of, of revenue for your business. Same thing for TikTok, or is your entire business built upon a TikTok or a, a Twitter? And yes, many a small business has gained visibility because of it, but we've also said, take that business and then begin to own your relationship with your client so that you can move, move and keep your business thriving and uh, viable. And this is a prime example of why that's so important. Own your business, own your name, own other streams of, of, of viability into your business, because this is crazy. This volatility here is a killer for small businesses. And you're right, that hashtag, I can't tell you how many times when I was on the plane coming home, reviewing my Twitter feed, and, and many of them were saying, yeah, no, I didn't pay for that. I don't care what Elon says. I did not pay for the blue check and I don't want it. And also, I figured out how to get rid of it. That was the most the funniest thing to me is they were like, oh, no, I don't want your blue check. And here's how to get rid of it with instructions in the body of their tweet. So this is just a hot mess, a hot mess. And this is all on top of an ad platform, which many are reporting to have a lot of issues. So even the advertising, when you are paying for it, it may not work in the way you think it's going to work. Just to put that last that little bit hurt. on the top. <laughs> that would hurt because we it's hard to to one come by your ad money to begin with and and longevity and awaiting that ROI can be difficult. And we we often talk to uh, you know our, our our clients and that it is very it's not don't look for a quick fix. It's not an immediate return on investment. You need to allow it to grow and to move forward and to have the service component of what you're paying for not work as well, that is going to hurt. That's a, that's just an additional pain and, a, and a, another X. So we had three yet. Are we, you know, did we strike out just yet? Because hmm, we're is... still, we're still on the fence. We're still on the fence because as you said, you know, it's, it's the difference between is Elon going back to that question? Is Elon the brand now for Twitter, right? Or is, are we seeing mm -hmm. just, you know, <clears throat> Right. That problem with the brand, with Twitter, the brand, but within Twitter, it's still performing as Twitter performs. But they're also saying, you know, there's debates. Is hate speech on, hate speech on the rise on the platform or is it on yeah. decreasing? Twitter is saying, of course, it's going down. Other, other agencies are saying, no, it's going up. So it's really an embroiled space right mm -hmm. now. That's for sure. Well, but, Michael, you know what's interesting about this is it's more than just an $8 consideration, though. And that's where the change comes. Before, it was an $8 and there's nowhere but up for you because of, of the, the all of the things that were involved in it. But as we progress through this volatile, you know, it's more than a PR nightmare at this point. What we're finding is that your costs are increasing to be in this space. It's not just the $8, it's also the investment of you doing the homework on how, you know, keeping up with what's going on there too. Are, are, is your community saying it's bad for you? And then that's exponentially increasing the cost to you. 
So it's not just $8 anymore. And then I have an out clause that I can get out of really quickly. It is what, uh, what my business now being negatively impacted because then that word of mouth is, yeah, don't deal with land yet because they're, they've got a blue check in there on the, on the, on the blue, in the, on the bird app. And I don't want my business to be affiliated with the bird app. So exponentially that, that moment will go farther and viral faster than, you know, you paying that eight dollars and sitting back and watching that happen. So it's a it's a bigger cost that you have to analyze at this point. All right, let's move on. Elon is good at blowing stuff up, right? <laughs> Indeed. I mean, <laughs> let's see what happens on Twitter when he wakes up tomorrow. <laughs> we'll have an update by Wednesday. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so I'm just like, if it could be any more personal. Right. <laughs> you know, in Trinidad, we say when somebody totes, he's <laughs> the epitome of a toter. Um, <laughs> carries, he just carries, like he just, oh, he's, oh, Elon. <laughs> but it's interesting, it, it'll probably, the last bit I'll put in on it, it'll, it'll probably set the stage as a use case for this payment mm -hmm. for blue check marks on any right. platform. 100%. I think the whole blue Correct. check mark thing has been up and down mm -hmm. on every platform with users not sure how you get it, how you lose mm -hmm. it, etc. So I, I think he's just pushing the gauntlet on the widest scale that when it's done, it's done. You know, we'll all it. have a, a working model of what to do right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I get it, right? But I think other, other brands are doing it as well, too. So he's not the only one. And what we're seeing is, you know, with him, it's always the first what not to do, right? So um, we have given this man enough airplay on the show. <laughs> Agreed. What are we talking about today? <laughs> what are we talking about today? Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> where's, where's our segment? Where's our segment? Oh, right, right. What are we talking about today? You got me, you know, super excited about it. So we're in our segment, Go Beyond the Likes. <laughs> we are so freestyling today. <laughs> All right. So Go Beyond the Likes. This is our segment where we really talk to you about the things that really start to matter in your digital strategy and understanding a lot more about how to get past those likes and follows to that place of money in the bank, right? Uh, so these are where the strategies come into play. So today we are talking about, and you saw it before, we're talking about measuring online success, essential metrics and KPIs for small business digital marketing. Wow, that is a mouthful. <laughs> But we're talking about KPIs and we're talking about metrics, right? That's what we're talking about today. And it's such an important conversation. Um, you know, it's one of those things that businesses sometimes, they they struggle with it, right? They understand getting to those initial likes, getting to those initial follows. But KPIs metrics become really, not difficult, it's convoluted, right? It's uh, digital metrics have been there's an enigma behind it, right? People are like, what, what is it? What is it? And what does it mean? So uh, let's jump in and talk a little bit about KPIs, what they are. And here we go. Now, guys, I just want to let you know, the analytics is where I live. <laughs> this is my home. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do this. So why are KPIs uh, important? And Let's just start off with what are KPIs and what does this acronym stand for? Because there are a lot of acronyms in digital. So key performance indicators. And they're really important for helping you to evaluate your strategy, right? You really want to use them to de determine the effectiveness of your campaigns, any of those marketing activities that you're doing. That's how you want to determine if it's working or if it's not. You want to use those to determine if you're reaching your business goals. So they allow us to really track to our goals in real time. Right? By looking at the right metrics, you can identify the areas where you need to make improvements, adjust strategies. And KPIs really help you to allocate your resources effectively because by focusing on what's working in your business and what matters most, that's where you get to ensure that you're putting in that time and effort and leveraging those KPIs in order to do that. So they're really important for your business. And you should have some KPIs. As soon, as soon as you start measuring, doing digital, you should be looking at KPIs. What are the KPIs, key performance indicators that get me to the point of my goal? So in digital, as a business owner, as a CMO, as a CEO, CFO, whatever you are, uh, you want to understand those KPIs that are relevant to getting you to those business goals. All right, guys, that's my first one. <laughs> what, what you got? What you got? <laughs> 
it all starts with the numbers for us. We've we've spoken about this often. You have to understand where your base level and where you're starting from and where you're trying to get to. So we, we need to have that that point of measure. I, I call to keep us centered to make sure that we remain on track and it's your starting your finish line or your, the finish line can be moved when we, we talked about that several times, but at least where you've come from so that you can look in the rearview mirror and say, oh, look at how far I've come, but am I still on the right track? So I think those KPIs are very important to keep me centered and keep me on track and have me, you know, with my eyes on the prize. Exactly. I won't add too much because I think Michelle said it all there, but KPI is exactly that. It's that measurement toward that target. It's making sure that the things that need to happen to achieve a goal are happening. Perfect. All right. So now here's another question. What is the difference between metrics and KPIs, right? Because we kind of use them, we kind of use them interchangeably, right? We say metrics, we say KPIs. Um, they're not the same thing, but maybe a subset. I don't know if you remember math class with subsets, the circles. I love to talk about subsets. I don't know why. <laughs> I am not a mathematician, but for some strange reason, those are the things that come back to me. <laughs> so metrics are the way that you measure the data to help you understand how the business is performing, right? And then the KPIs are specific metrics that tie you back directly to the business goals. So you can kind of see how that subset happens there. So one way to think about the difference between metrics and KPIs is that metrics provide you with data points while KPIs provide you with actionable insights. Uh, so there are some differences, but we definitely use them. You know, we, we interchange them all the time. And I think we need to do better at um, not doing that so much and kind of really making sure that we are, as we are on the show, especially that we're talking about it in a way that really helps to break it down for the business owner. So um, Michelle and Michael, what are your thoughts on that? I think you made a very good distinction here. Um, it had me thinking for a minute, like, wow, yes, you're right. You know, metrics and KPI. Because as you said, I could be looking at the wrong metrics that don't impact my, that are not my KPIs, right? So it's really important to understand that. And there are so many metrics, so many points of measurement, you know, uh, talking about, you know, the time on site, the number of visitors, et cetera. Those are all just metrics. And then, KPIs now is what's going to track me toward that goal. So I'm glad you made that distinction. It is for the directionally challenged here, you know, me. Oh, hello, Andrea. Good morning, Andrea. The metric is the tool that you use. <laughs> you. <laughs> it is, I think of the things that, like you said, am I on the right track? And what's that, what's that thing that lets me know that I'm on the right track? And I think of when I'm the directionally challenged person that I am when I'm on the road. When I see this, I know turn right, you know, or that I that and and to me that that helps me to understand the difference is not you know go you know seven more miles or eight kilometers or whatever version that we're using. It's when I see that gas station on the right side. That's you know whatever. So to me, I always look for something relational that people can understand in their daily lives. As we are, they they get confused and think. This is so complicated, it's a foreign language. Really, it's not, here's your translation table. Here's what, what this means for you to make it simpler for you to understand these are your differences here. So I think you're right. We need to really understand where we're going and what these, you know, give the definition of things so that people can understand that, no, there are different things. Here's, here's the difference between the KPI and the metric, and this is what it means in your daily life. So you can translate it over. But yes, Andrea, you're right. Right. And the KPIs are saying is the goal to work towards. So Andrea, so glad that you are in the chat with us. We love that. Um, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, all right. So how to choose the right KPIs to stay on track. Now, this is really an important one as a business owner, as a CEO, as a CMO, as a CFO, you want to understand the right uh, metrics or the right, <laughs> I did that, the right KPIs to track, right? When it comes to really understanding those KPIs, the first step is understanding your goals. Everything starts with your goal. You can't do anything in marketing with the business if you don't understand your goal. 
What do you want to achieve? Is there a specific revenue target or maybe you want to increase your website traffic, right? Once you have a clear idea of what it is you want to accomplish, then you can really start looking at those KPIs that help you reach to those goals. So for instance, if you want to get to a space of, I want to hit $10,000 in revenue every month, then you need to kind of track those KPIs that get you to that place. Maybe you're running ads. So if you're running ads, you want to start looking at things like the click-through rates. You want to look at the website traffic. You want to look at the time on site. You want to start looking at the conversion rates, and then you want to start looking at the sales. Those are the KPIs that are actually going to get you to that place of that goal of $10,000 in a month, in one month, right? So you want to keep looking at those numbers to understand those KPIs to get to that place of, am I here at my goals? So it really helps you to better understand how you can make improvements to hit your revenue goals. So definitely pay attention to that, right? I think once you have a, a clear understanding of those KPIs too, you can identify the trends and then really make informed decisions. Uh, and that's where we want you to be with those uh, KPIs, making those informed decisions. I think about as we're looking at those things, we have that that revenue measure. But from, and from a sales perspective, I think that's a, that's a great one. But then I also look at two other things too. What's my my uh, what's going into my cart? Like, are people putting things into my cart? That's that's one. Uh, that's another metric to take a look at. And what's my cart abandonment? You know, are people putting there and then abandoning? Um, and you talk to me often about time on site. Are they going to the places that you want them to go to? And how long are they staying there? As indications uh, and metrics for us to look at to uh, to get to the place of achieving our goal. So as we're thinking through these things and looking at those two measurement points, think of those as well from a, a sales and revenue perspective. The revenue just doesn't go there. We have that number, but there's there's other points as we're going through that are important for us to, to utilize and consider as an indicator, a key performance indicator that we're on the right track or we might need to modify where we're going. And it, it just brought to me just in this point that, you know, the biggest difference we're looking at is the KPI is the movement of the metric. That's that's what it really is. So there's a KPI of getting to that goal, that $10,000 goal. I'm looking at a, a, a metric, but I'm looking to see is the metric moving in the right direction? Is the time on site going up or is it going down? I'm not looking at just time on site at one specific point of time. So that's that's how this, this really comes together. Look at the KPIs mean the movement of your metrics. Oh, I love that. The movement of your metrics. <laughs> KPIs. Okay, we need to like, yeah. Is there a song in there somewhere? <laughs> That's a snapshot right there. <laughs> the KPIs are the movement of your metrics. I really like that. Um, so we should say that more often. I'm going to add that to my talk track. Watch and see. <laughs> uh, okay, so next question. Which metrics should you uh, not measure in digital marketing? <laughs> I love this question. Uh, so here's the reality. The reality is that you should measure everything. You should measure everything you can measure. But what you want to do is you want to give weight to the metrics or to the KPIs that mean the most, right? So you don't want to you know, get hung up on uh, the KPIs that, that don't really inform your goals, right? So I'm going to break it KPIs down into three categories. There are KPIs that show interest, right? So it shows that someone is interested in your product or service. So um, that could be a save. That could be a share. It's saying that, hey, they've taken another step to bookmark this. They want to come back to this. They, sh they believed in it so much that they shared it with their friends or their, their audience. Um, the other thing is you want to look at intent metrics, right? So if someone gives you an email address, that's a metric of of intent, or that's a KPI of intent. I am doing the mix up as we talk here. <laughs> um, you also want to look at things like downloads that shows a little bit more intention as well. And then you want to look at and you can look at your vanity metrics or vanity KPIs like likes and follows. They tell a story as well, but they're not telling as much of a story as someone who's shown a little bit more intention by giving you their email address. Right. That person is saying something more to you that I'm interested in what you've said and I want to hear more from you. Here's my email address. Um, in, interest, a save or a share is saying, hey, there's something here that drew me in and I want to maybe hear more from you, but I want to keep this piece of content. So you really want to make sure that you're looking at the right things, but you want to measure everything, but you want to understand 
what holds more weight in your formula. I do have one thing we should not measure, if I might say so, and I've said it several times here is don't measure your feelings because it has nothing to do with what, we, what we're involved in. Your feelings do not matter. You, you feel about a metric or a KPI has zero relevance in this space, okay? Please don't measure your feelings. <laughs> don't measure your feelings. So whether that you're feeling calm when you see a result or you exponentially get anxious, not part of this equation here. Go back to your number, speak with your Tamara and your Michael and, and, and your me, your Michelle. We will bring you back to center, but don't measure your feelings in any of this, okay? <laughs> you caught me so off guard there. <laughs> don't measure your feelings. Um, but just going along this line, you know, that measurement, it's it's measurement. We, we just keep saying it. You have to measure, you have to measure, you have to know what you're measuring. So this foundation, these first couple of points, just pressing on that point of, you know, design your KPIs that make sense, right? All right, so now this one is really important too, right? Because it's about how to interpret your KPIs to strategic recommendations. Because getting the numbers is cool, <laughs> but then what? <laughs> What do you do next? So you have to translate these into actionable insights so that it actually makes sense. So how do you do it, right? The numbers really should be telling a story. Um, it's not just a number, right? What story is it telling? So uh, it's important that you learn to interpret those KPIs into effective strategies for your business. So what you want to start doing is looking at the patterns over time, right? That movement Michael was talking about. Are your numbers increasing? Are they decreasing? Uh, is there a seasonality? You know, what are the things that you can identify where you need, you know, improvement in the business and where are you doing really well? The other thing you want to do is you want to look at your industry KPIs. It's important for us as a business, no matter how small, big, whatever the case may be, we want to understand what's happening in the industry. Because uh, if you understand what's happening in your industry, you can align yourself with those industry benchmarks to look to see how am I performing against these industry benchmarks? Am I doing better? Am I, you know, am I doing worse than them? Is that a goal I can set for myself to say, hey, I want to increase to get to my business to that place of where the industry is. Um, are you meeting and ex or exceeding expectations? And then what you want to do is you want to dig deeper into the data to really understand the things that are driving. What are the factors that are driving, right? If your customer retention rate, for instance, has decreased, is it due to poor customer service? So you still have to look back at the business. You can't just look at the KPIs. You can't just look at the numbers. You have to look back at the business. Uh, if customers are falling off, what's happening there? Is there a larger story that's happening? Uh, is there a customer service issue? So these KPIs should really help you to, in, should help to inform the business business uh, and make strategic recommendations as to what you should do next. And that's something we do with our clients all the time, right? We spend time going through their KPIs, looking at the trends to then say, here's what we should do next. Here's what we should do next. And here's why we should do it next. Let's test this. Let's see what happens. And if that's the right move, we understand, okay, that's another step in the process that we've been able to optimize them to. I often say in this space, when I'm talking to my clients, there's three things that you have to consider. And uh, two of them are acronyms and it's not grammatically correct. So just bear with me. One of them is ABC, always be closing. No matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, you're, you're selling and always you're always closing. But within that, because you know your metrics, you're all ABL, always be learning. Your benchmarks, you're always, especially when you're new into this business, beating yourself. You're, you're starting at ground zero, so you're always trying to better what you've done the time before. You get to a point where you're getting to your numbers, if we if we set this up correctly so that we, we can over, get to your numbers and achieve it, but you need to understand how you're faring against the competition. And sometimes that is a reality check that's a bitter pill to swallow. You know, you're just like, ooh, I thought I was doing well, but dang, and you, you, it, makes you, it makes you, you know, 
you know, do that a couple of times. So it, it's a great reality check and a good measurement for success for you to help to close that gap. If there is one, or if you've exceeded, do you now have the ability to manage your business a bit differently? Take a hit and slow down your business to raise your rates, perhaps test a different product, move your business a little forward and, and manage into your metrics to and possibly change your indicators to, to accommodate that. And really move your business forward and grow and learn a bit more. So I enjoy what you just uh, that you just walked through and looking at some of those benchmarks because your recommendations may change based upon having a different place that you're measuring against or, or in multiple places, your, your previous goals that you've set for your business. And now how are you aligned with what's going on in the marketplace? So I, I really enjoy that because it kind of level sets uh, where you need to take your business and again, keeps you, you tunnel visioned in the right way and focused in on the right path. And this, <clears throat> of course, that measurement, I think what I wanted to add is, of course, that, that measurement is is key to just knowing where, where your business is going. I know that's not where I wanted to go, but in my head, while Michelle was talking, I was getting the image of the mall, right? And you can measure how many people come to the mall. You can measure how many people stood up in front of your store, how many people walked in. So especially in digital, biggest challenge for small businesses has been seeing that result or understanding how to see that result. And that's where that's where this point really comes home for us, is that if I don't know what I'm tracking, I can't really measure the performance of my actions. And that goes back to that, that word, intentionality in your marketing, right? So if you're being intentional, then these metrics must inform where you're going next. I love that, man. You guys are killing it today. What? <laughs> Andrew's in the chat killing it too. Remember, stop feeling, start calculating, right? <laughs> That's exactly where we should be. Stop feeling, start calculating. <laughs> All right. So this is another good question too, right? what to do when your digital marketing KPIs are not met. All right. Call tomorrow. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Number one, get me on speed dial. <laughs> KPIs not met. <laughs> Just dial that. We should get that. We should get that. Um, <laughs> we should get that URL. <laughs> Just not exist. Okay. I am completely off track here. Let's bring it back in. <laughs> Okay, so first and foremost, it's really important to identify the root cause of your KPIs not being met, right? This could be due to a lot of different factors, right? Maybe you're targeting the poor, the wrong audience. Uh, maybe it's the wrong ad placement. Maybe you're on Twitter. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> uh, maybe there's an insufficient budget, right? Maybe you're not actually tracking the right data. So you need to start looking at the problem areas. Where are the issues? Now, taking our quiz, <laughs> shameless plug, is going to help you get to that place really, really quickly. Um, <clears throat> you know, one, sometimes the potential solution is to do an audit of your digital marketing strategy. And shameless plug again, this is exactly what we do with our clients. We take them through this process where we do an online assessment and review everything, right? All their online um, channels, what they're doing, where are they spending the most time, where they're seeing the most impact, uh, really looking at those things to understand and tell a better story of how can they get to a place where they're actually meeting those metrics, those goals, and hitting the right KPIs. So if your KPIs are not being met, you need to stop, pause, and look to see what are, because the KPIs tell the story, good or bad. So the other thing you want to do is when you have these KPIs, when you de de determine what those KPIs, you want to look at some indicators of success and failure within a specific time. If this doesn't happen in two weeks, in two weeks, if I don't see people clicking through, I then need to make an adjustment. In If I see this happening, then I need to look at this thing. So you almost need to set a plan in place, almost like a backup plan, not a backup plan, but what, what are my next steps? Um, what are the next steps that I take once I get information? And when will I take those steps, right? Because that allows you to optimize. Optimization is the key to getting to that place of making those KPIs work for you, getting to a place where you are getting to the goals uh, through your KPIs and metrics. And this absolutely ties back to 
where you, what those industry standards were. So in case you, you're not sure if, if that KPI, if you're at the right spot or not, that's where the industry, looking against the industry, is going to tell you, are you above, are you below, are you on par, right? Because sometimes we may feel something's not working, you know, but when we look at the industry, it's actually moving in time. And what we really need to just say is the time for the uptake instead. You know, it, it, what I love about what we're going through right now is that these are very familiar things in our world when we take our business, what we're doing in business and apply the common sense that we have in our daily lives. This is nothing that we do is a set it and forget it kind of thing. We are saying, here's where we're going, and there's a pulse check at every point, or there's a point of measurement to say, yeah, I'm on the right track, right track in where we're going, or here's my pivot plan, my detour plan in case something happens, or if there's a, a, there's a roadblock or something that's preventing me from moving forward, there's an alternate plan, and that's what we're saying here. Have an alternate plan, a point of revision, and it could be good as well. On the good side, you're outpacing the numbers that you put forward because it was a conservative number, or something that you put in place is moving along faster than anticipated. What's your pivot plan to escalate where you're going with this, to capitalize on where you're going? So just don't think of it being something bad. It could take off and, and, and perform well in your measurement against your competitive marketplace as well as your goal. You're exceeding your plan. So what's next? So those are always good things for you to look at to make sure that you're measuring and what's your backup. And I'm, I'm a backup person. What's my backup for my backup? Because, you know, not not performing well is not an option in this space. So what do you do to keep the move, moving things forward in a positive fashion? So don't think that, you know, that could be a bad indicator. It's what do I do when this is going much better than I anticipated? What else can I do to keep things moving forward? Absolutely. And Michelle, this week, we, this weekend while we were working, <laughs> we talked a little bit about Lanyap Digital and we talked about when we ran uh, Google ads, uh, that gave us a baseline set of numbers to understand some things, right? We ran ads for uh, Lanyap Up Digital for Profit Calculator. And what we recognize is that it people were coming there with a different expectation. They were clicking, there was an interest there, but they were looking for something else. So they didn't spend a lot of time on site. So that allowed us to see, all right, cool. Maybe we need to take them through another process because there's something that they need. They want a profit calculator, but what do they need? Do they need a video? Do they need a, a guide on how to use it? There's some things that allowed us to see, oh, we might need to put a few more steps in the process before just moving it from the, uh, from the ad to the product itself, right? So it gave us some information so if the KPIs are not moving in the right direction, they're not being met, that's okay. It tells a story, good, bad, or indifferent. Take the story, remove the feelings from the story, and then pull, build an action plan together. And I'm going to say it again, take the quiz, take the quiz, take the quiz. All right. Well, what so she's not saying is she's being kind because, you know, there there, there was some food and some other things involved and she was kind enough to, you know, tell me in a gentle way, really, Michelle, you need to do the video. That's the companion piece to the calculator so that people will really understand this. So she was, you know, let, let us be real. She was kind. I did read into the, you know, well, the, well, my, my land, yeah, my little something extra say, Michelle, you know, you need to do this piece. So, well, that's a great point, right? Because so what it said to me in the, in the, the true data, it said that we need a, we need a point of, people getting to know know you and getting to be familiar with you, right? And they all, we also need a point of they need a walk along with the calculator. So as much as people are, you know, delving into digital and figuring things out, one of the biggest things they ask is, frequently asked questions, how do I do X, Y, and Z, right? That's why we're building this show around answering mm -hmm. some of these questions. How do we make sure that we're answering all their questions, we're giving them everything that they need, and that video will kind of guide them because you get to say in that video, this is for you, this is for this type of person, mm -hmm type of business, here's how you use it, and then here's me walking through it with a, 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 an example, because now they get to do that. And 
it takes me back to like uh, childhood and always, you know, comprehension, reading comprehension. There was always an example of something to to pull it together for you, right? Yeah. And it's just how people think and it's how they learn. So how do we incorporate those elements still in digital to give that true customer journey? They're all connected. Uh, so the metrics or those KPIs were telling us they're interested, mm -hmm. they want, they're searching for this. They come over. When they got there, it said they bounced because they didn't have enough to dig into. They didn't see what they wanted right away. They may have not, they didn't see what they needed to go deeper. Uh, so if we add that element into it, we get to, to then test and see, hey, if they go a little bit deeper, then this means, yes, this was the right move. And then we can keep adding on and optimizing from there. So, right. You know, and, and, you know, as to tell you uh, to, to to further validate what you're saying, the craziest thing of all of this is this uh, this calculator, one of uh, the three that I use with, with my clients, is something that I would have never done in my my sessions with them without what we walk through it. And I watch the comprehension happen and watch those moments. So when, uh, you know, Tamara talked me into commoditizing this, a product that I had that was in my service offering and we went through it. My light bulb did not go off. It was, you know, a, a, a point in time where my clients are telling me what they want. They're giving me the indicators of the next place that we need to go. And I was not understanding the metric that was coming from that so that I could move forward and get to that indicator. It was, it was the craziest thing. And I do this for a living. So, you know, we're doing this as well, guys, that this is something that we are working in, in our daily lives as well. So join our party. We are learning from our own metrics as well. A hundred percent, you know, and one last thing to add to that is nine times out of 10 times, what we're doing offline is what we need to translate into digital, right? So we need to look at what are those steps. So it's taking that process. If you're already successful offline, taking that process and analyzing it and working with an agency like a Monovan Digital or Lanyap Digital to say, hey, all right, how do we take this process that you have and move it into digital? It may require five or six more steps, but we understand that that's a process that works offline already. So how do you just move it into digital, right? Um, it's as simple as that. <laughs> and I did one of those for all of you that are having the same feel, you know, I put a feeling in it and I, should, and I was like, one of those, I was like, really? But the answer is yes, because I do it on a daily basis when I'm working with my clients. So naturally it will translate for a self-serve thing or for someone to understand and to be able to not be intimidated or feel like this was just one more thing that they had to work their way through. Here's an easy companion to help you to walk through it quickly without an issue. Yep, 100%. All right, Mike, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. We just had like a little back and forth without you. Oh, just... no, that's all right. That's all right. We can keep it moving. We can keep it moving. All right. And there's well, just so much to talk about when we're talking KPI. We knew that. We knew that coming into this yeah, Monday. For sure. <laughs> all right. Now, the other thing that's important as a business, as a CFO, CMO, CEO, uh, any, everyone that we're talking to when you're running your small business, um, is what are the dashboards? How do you really track those KPIs consistently, right? Because firstly, the KPIs are probably new to you <laughs> um, if you're not in marketing all the time. Uh, you know, and so how do you track them in a space that actually makes sense, right? Or where you can get to that consistently. So one place you can do that is actually Google Analytics. Um, we recommend if you have a website, if you have a sales funnel, um, if you have anything web-related that allows you to put in a Google Analytics code, you put that code in there and you go to your dashboard and you start understanding those KPIs that show up because it starts to tell the story. And then you can isolate and say, these are the KPIs I want to see. This is where I want to build my dashboard. You can work with an agency like us to help you build out a dashboard, a place that you can go to every day to say, okay, is my traffic up? Great. Are my emails up? Great. Okay, my emails are down. What's happening? What happened in the last two days? Uh, you know what I mean? Is my revenue up? Is this happening? Is this happening? Is this not happening? So you can look at those dashboards and you can look at the KPIs that matter to you. In an earlier example, we talked about that $10,000, right? 
to get to that 10K, what are you the things you're looking at? You might be looking at your click-through rate. You might be looking at that time on site. Those, those, those specific KPIs could be in that space. You could even dig a little bit deeper and say, hey, time on site, I want to understand what days are they showing up along with the amount of time that they're spending on the site? What's the pr preferred day? What are the days that I'm making the most sales? You want to start looking at all those things in a dashboard that makes sense. So you're not looking at all the KPIs that you're tracking, but you're looking at those KPIs that track towards the goal. And then that's the place that you can really look and say, hey, there's a, there's, things are down here, things decreased here and ask questions, what happened? Why? Um, you know, and it gives you a really good picture. And as a business owner, right, it's important for you to understand the digital marketing KPIs that matter for your business. Um, it's, it, it can be a little, a lot to learn, but you cannot allow the agency to just do it on their own. You must understand what's the path what is that path to getting me to that money in the bank? What is that path? Because you're spending money. So you also have to connect the ROI back to it, right? So you're spending money to make it happen. So it's important that you understand tools like Google Analytics uh, and understand those preferred KPIs that you should be looking at every day to understand if you're performing in the right direction. I don't you know, disagree at all. I'm sorry, Michael, go ahead. No, I was just thinking as as you talked about dashboards and good dashboards, think of your car, right? Think of that what's in front of you, the information that's presented. Everything that's presented is important, but obviously when while you're driving, certain information is more important than other information. So what's what's largest on your dashboard? How fast you're going? What's next largest? How's the engine doing? But then you have some smaller metrics. What's the temperature of the engine, which you can look at when you're sitting still, right? So dashboards really are made, you want to spend that time to make sure that your dashboard is set up correctly. As Damara said, you, you're tracking the right things because they are all these metrics, all these data points we could track, but you want at a glance to be able to say, okay, where's this data point moved? Because this is most relevant to me achieve, achieving my goal. Michael, that was the perfect, that was the perfect description of it. And and I, as you were saying that, Don't I had say my that. Tomorrow's going to make me do a short. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I love about it is because there's always a manual as well. There's a manual to give you the, the information that you need as you're moving along when you see something new or when your brain has become accustomed and, and accepting and you are interpreting what is there and you're ready for the next thing, you can baby step into the information when you see something new or something goes along, you're never in this alone. There is a manual or people to help you to move along in this. So it is imperative that you take the time and invest over the course of time. This is not, you're not going for a doctoral degree or anything of that nature. It is like literally, you know, we have these little 10 second, you know, minute sessions where you come through and learn it but learn it because this is your money. This is the way that your business earns, you know, that, that end $10,000 goal, but you're gradually getting into it and are you on the right track? And the Google Analytics, there, there's a lot of information there, but you don't have to absorb it all at the same time. You can learn it in the way that you need to and in a digestible fashion. So get into it. It's not a foreign language. It really isn't. And definitely something to look for from your agency to help you with. Absolutely. And, you know, the dashboard, you're absolutely right. You should so do a short on that or just give me the words to do it. I got you. Uh, he's short resistant right now. I don't know. Do anyway. You may now assign something to her instead of vice versa. I think we're onto something here. <laughs> Perfect example. My mm -hmm. dashboard means everything to me in my car because not really good with cars so when the lights pop on i'm like oh i need gas <laughs> oh i need an oil change oh so that's like exactly <laughs> if i didn't have that dashboard <laughs> i don't know what would happen so that's exactly what you have it's a dashboard that gives you the alerts the lights pop on when you know the kpis that really need to be up front, those lights pop on for you. The gas light pops on, the, the check engine light pops on, the things that say, hey, I need to do these things. So I love, I just, I'm not really into cars, but I love the analogy and I want to tie it into a car somehow. And I see a visual in my mind now of a dashboard in a car with lights beeping and get me a designer. <laughs> we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We got you. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's yes. the information you need on your journey, right? So your goal is where you're going to. Your dashboard is where you're going to look at those KPIs that help you get, get there, right? So, yeah, I might have to work up something on that. Yeah, we will have to work something. <laughs> I think so. Guys, this is this was such a great conversation. And today we we're talking about measuring online success, right? Essential metrics and KPIs for small business digital marketing. Uh, they are important for your business. Um, you must use them in order to understand how are you performing? Are Is it working? Is it not working, right? So guys, this was a really, really good show. I'm so excited that we were here. Andrea, thanks for joining us in the comments. <laughs> Um, final thoughts on KPIs. <laughs> it's an investment in your business. They are not overwhelming and we are here to help you. Ditto. <laughs> that, love that. All right. So before we head out, we want to do a few things. Connect with us, connect with us, subscribe on YouTube, uh, check us out on LinkedIn, follow us, check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, we're everywhere now, guys. Check us out there. And definitely, we want you to also take the quiz. Uh, take the kids quiz, scan the QR code. If you are listening to us on the podcast, there's a link in the show notes so that you can take the quiz. Take the quiz and test the effectiveness of your online presence. Is your online presence working for you? Are you measuring the right KPIs? Are you looking at the right metrics to help you tell the story? Uh, that's so important for your business. It's so important for your business, especially in digital. Uh, hopefully this conversation today helped you to wrap your mind around KPIs a little bit and metrics and get you to that place where you understand a little bit more of what you need to move the business forward. So we'll be here on Wednesday. Wednesday, we have an awesome guest coming to uh, to, to share some great information about CRMs. Uh, Lyndon uh, Braffert from Trinidad is going to be here with us. So super excited to have him. Uh, he is a HubSpot partner and expert. And Michael is going to nerd out. It is CRMs all day. Uh, but we want to talk about the importance of them for your business. We talked about them on a high level the other day, and this goes a little bit deeper because he does this all the time. So we're really excited for that conversation on Wednesday. So Andrea, can't wait for you to be back. Have an amazing day, guys. Take care. Bye. <laughs>